0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City.
2: Good evening, GearHeads. Welcome to Speed City. Oh, yeah. What a fantastic day of motor racing we got to see today, boys. You know what I love about days like today? Everywhere I look, there's something I
3: haven't seen oh, that. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I was doing some prep for a race in New Zealand. I was watching MotoGP. I was
2: all over Indy. And it was all happening. I know. Are you
4: like Elvis? Do you have like six screens across your wall? A hunk of hell? Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, man. We get we do have a great show. We have the winner of the IndyCar race, Joseph Newgarden, on the show. And we are going to recap, did you see the MotoGP race? No. Oh. Man. Oh. Well, if you didn't, just look at last year's. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, <laughs> come on now. I was joking with Les. I said, we, I, I don't have to get audio clips. I'm just going to use last year's because yeah. it's identical. <laughs> It was crazy how close the finish was compared to last year. Yeah. yeah. But what oh, yeah. was it? A bike link.
3: You talk about on the edge. I mean, oh, they, I mean, several times they could have both have been off, all five of the top five. Uh, and I was so impressed with Rossi.
2: Hero yeah. to zero, zero to hero. I love it. He was uh, 17th to fifth. I love it. Well, this is John Massengill. That was Jonathan Green and Les Kaiser. We're all in the studio today. And we do have a great show. We're going to talk all about MotoGP and the IndyCar race. Have... Uh, have just Newgarden on the show. But we're also going to talk some Formula 1 and some IndyCar coming to Austin 2 weeks, two weeks from today. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, Actually yeah. 2 weeks from Friday, but the race from 2 weeks from today. And by the way,
3: it was great in the MotoGP GP press conference. MotoGP, GP, all the boys said this is the greatest motorsport in the world. And I I I it's hard when you watch a race like today. Yeah. It's hard to say it isn't. And I think the coverage and hats off to Dorna. They do a brilliant job. And look at this, Indy is a close second. Formula One has got to catch up with Indian MotoGP,
2: in my all opinion, right. when in terms of a show. Yeah. No I mean, question. Uh, you know, in the IndyCar, how many passes, oh. uh, changes, in, in like the first three laps? It was crazy. Well, and as they came out of the pits, there were so many near misses. Yeah. Oh, New yeah. Garden was yeah. involved in one. Yeah, Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a about the Indy, but let's start with MotoGP, and let's, let's talk a little bit about, well, first of all, we touched on the, how close it was. But what about the rest of the race, guys?
4: Hey, I loved seeing all the jousting back and forth. Placement changes just continuously. I mean, they didn't stop. They ran through the entire race. It was awesome. If uh, if you turn the TV off after the podium, you may have missed out on some controversy. Ducati getting called out over their new rear wheel winglet. Say, say that, that three a times. A few times. times. Yeah, say that. <laughs> rear wheel winglet. No, I can't. No, let's not try. So, uh... Very interesting. If you saw it, there were a couple of shots that showed it well. And basically, it appears to be mounted to the rear swing arm, hangs down in front of the rear wheel, and basically makes it apply more pressure directly to the swing arm for downforce.
3: Oh, wow. What about their launch control? That was not controversial, but it damn well worked. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> started the race, it did, for hey, sure.
4: You know it did. <laughs> uh, interesting, the, uh, the stewards or uh, the tech folks were not going to do any investigation on the Ducati rear wheel winglet <laughs> unless somebody challenged it. And so of course there were at least three motorcycle brands that challenged it after the end of the race. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Did they say that? We're not gonna and we're not gonna investigate it and any of you challenge it.
4: Basically. Uh, well, unless they win the race. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
3: I I think this is going to be a bumper season. I really do. Uh, I think, you know, today was a good example. We've got young guys coming up. Uh, We've got a new generation. Lorenzo will get fully fit, and I think he's going to be good on the Honda so much more uh, than he was on the Ducati. And yet the boys with the Ducati, and they did it again today, you know, those overhead shots, you can see they've still
2: got the grunt. They're still horsepower ahead of Suzuki and Yamaha. Yeah, that Ducati pulling away in the straights. And of course whatever that traction the grunt. is the group yeah. you know yeah Moto Ducati looked great and and what about the the folks at Ducati Austin they were having a watch party down yeah. at down at I, S- I, cool. heard good,
4: yeah. I heard good things are we uh, going to have
2: more I didn't make it I was I had absolutely. to do the Indy stock can we
3: have more of those please uh, yeah. Th- Oh
4: yeah I think that's uh, that's on the calendar it uh, from what I hear it's good turnout it's a cool place obviously we know from the beers and gears and a good selection there and have lunch uh, out of the food truck which is uh, Nothing subpar. And it's, it's interesting. Always- yeah, it's
2: Austin Food Trucks. It's like
3: four star. You know what I noticed? I've been away for two months and you notice things that have changed since I left. And one is the amount of sellers on the, on the, on the shelves. It's <laughs> great. I was like, I went to my supermarket the other day. I was like, oh, I like the guy New Oh, yeah. E- in e- all e- the like, grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just craft beer in general
2: in this yeah. town is amazing. It's probably that way all over the country, but I know it's crazy in Austin. Hey, I want to give out the phone number in case anybody wants to call. 512 643 live. 512 643 Could we have maybe 8-3. something to give away? Uh, you know what? I think if somebody it, were to is call Is there any in, race coming up? Let's think. What's happening in a couple oh, of weeks here in Austin?
4: Uh, oh, like there's. Oh. I
2: think it's some sort of open wheel. Let's, oh, Andy the, car tickets, baby. Let's well, come give them Come on away. now. 512-643-5483. If you want and mom, to. mom, not this time. You don't have to call yeah, in. Yeah, tell your mom to stop it. Stop calling in and winning all the tickets. Okay, your
4: Dad, you too.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah all right so one of the favorite stories of the race was valentino rossi starting what 17? 17th
3: <laughs> yeah and yet on free practice he was the fastest I know, guy yeah. i was like you know, i got all excited on friday i was like oh great rossi's right where he needs to be because he wasn't really anywhere in the testing but i never worry about that and then he goes and bangs it on fastest lap
2: in the first practice and then disappeared yeah i went over to the lake austin studios and to watch at that jonathan's house to, to, Lake watch, Austin Studios. to watch the race. And I mean, I'd already seen a good bit of it. And uh, I told Jonathan, I said, well, he said, Valentino. And I said, well, let me tell you what he did. I said, he won. And he goes, no, 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 tell me. I said, he didn't really win. But anyway, he looked great. What did he finish? Fifth? Fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, I think it's going to be an interesting season. I think
3: Suzuki are going to improve. Yamaha will be there. Like I said, the, the Tour de Force that is Honda... With Marquez and Lorenzo, and I, and, and I, you know, listening to Steve Day uh, over the weekend, they all believe that the smaller, compact Honda will. I and mean, it's obviously suit Marquez because he's a pipsqueak. Um, but it, I think it also will help uh, Lorenzo um, because I just, just generally speaking, I think it's just an, an easier bike to get around.
4: Well, what we about move around? Ahead. I mean, and my thoughts are that what that does for stability. Will it be good at their 214 miles per hour that he's been known to hit? Because that shorter wheelbase. Well, if
3: you want to know about stability, look to his teammate who doesn't actually ride the bike. He just sort yeah. of he just hovers over it, really. So yeah, yeah, the
2: bike's as stable as it can be. Well, let's talk about the last lap, guys. Oh. Because man, with with Marquez and and uh, De going at it, exchanging back and forth, and then Marquez losing it about what two 18 or three times. times. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking right. about the last two. But quarters. that's his style. I love it, yeah. yeah, I love I the
4: the Dovey underpass was was fantastic. Yeah, uh, again. <laughs> like yeah, I last year and this year, but, both. but
3: but you know, honestly, I think that the, the one thing that has really interested me about Marquez now he's established is that they didn't know what to do with him when he first arrived because he was still do, doing those audacious moves. Now, as we saw a couple of times last year, and Dovey is a good example. I think we saw it at Austria, but they're getting used to how he goes for bonsai. To, when he goes for it, yeah. it can always lead to him getting ahead, but then having to go wide and. Basically, bring it back in. And Dobie was like, yep, sure. Outbreak yourself. I'm going underneath.
2: Yep. And right. that, that, that's a good point. Everybody's learning that that's a style the and, and to just, just sit there and wait for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about some of the other stories? I mean, look where, where is he? Down, down, down. Jorge Lorenzo. Yeah. Um, not great. <laughs> but he's still,
3: you know, he's still not 100%. Um, he's still recovering from injury. And I think, yep. you know, yep. good point. Hey, Lewis Hamilton was there to watch him. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Lewis is a bit of a bike fan. I'll we'll have to get him on the show. Les, yeah. when you next interview, forget the stakes next time. When you next interview Lewis, <laughs> ask him about his bike interests and when he's coming to MotoGP.
4: Well, let's see. Uh, last I heard, he was uh, ambassador for Envy Augusta.
3: Uh-huh. Well, that's right. I and used, and so yeah. he's, uh, that's uh, why he's there then. Yeah. And, of course, Envy Augusta are back in the world championship.
4: There you go. There you I go. love but, that. Uh, but actually, there was, uh, there was a social media post somewhere this week that he is looking at going out with Valentino, and Valentino is going to give him some riding lessons at the ranch. Sounds like he needs to see Colin Edwards. Yeah, uh, he, he and at Valentino met a few years ago, and uh, by all means, definitely go over and see Colin Edwards. But yeah. uh, and if you really want the cool one. Get the session before the Austin Motor GP session. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, you never yeah. know who walks in there.
2: Yeah. By the way, that is well worth. We we me and oh, yeah. of have experienced that. I've uh, been out there. I haven't done the actual event, uh, but I've been out to the boot camp. Tornado boot camp. Colin
3: yeah. Edwards. Look it up. It's yeah. it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna
2: we're gonna talk all about the rookies in IndyCar here in a minute yep. but what about some of the young riders in motoGP Jonathan banyaya yeah yeah
3: uh, I you know I don't think any of them you know pulled up any trees today as they say in Australia but um <laughs> I think I think they all showed well um and I think you know there's gonna be a real future uh Juan Mir, banyaya um you know I think they're all good and then you've got you know the returning trustees like crutchlow uh, very competitive uh, also um I, I think also there's a several bikes that are out there that are that are 218 219 spec a sort of a hybrid between the two, and because, and on Hondas I'm talking about now, and because that Honda was so good last year, and now it's in the hands of the, the the second tier, not the factory boys. Obviously, the factory boys have got the 219, but the A team was so good that now these guys are kind of popping up a little bit uh, and uh, really showing themselves, and I think that's why Crutch had a good day today as well.
4: Hey, i got to ask, so so we'll talk Formula One later, but what about these the B teams or the junior teams of these MotoGP teams that are out there I don't see the combativeness amongst the other teams against those B teams that we see in Formula One. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. Is that just something that's not really publicized? Do they see that uh, those people with last year's bikes,
3: yeah, as a it's, threat? It's, it's interesting you ask that because it's. It, 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 by the way, it's a dark art. No one will ever <laughs> tell you, you know, exactly where it, it where it is. But the bottom line is, the factory team. Let's say your factory Yamaha team, and I've been to that that place in, in just outside Monza. Uh, they get the stuff from you know, from, in Honda's case, HRC, from Yamaha's case, from headquarters in Japan, and it goes straight into the bike. They keep that quiet and shrouded. They do the dyno. They test it. And then, the last year's bike, or once they realize they've made a step forward, because you saw that last year, or a couple of years ago, Mark has changed chassis back to a previous chassis because he right. didn't like the new one. But once they find that it's a movement forward, they're then willing to open up to the LCRs, to the other teams, to Pramacking, to Ducati's case, the older version, which is still pretty darn good, um, but it's just not as good as, I mean, you know, that why would you give your best stuff away? And I think, you know, this has got to be true of Formula 1 with Ferrari. Ferrari aren't going to say to Haas, hey, have a better car than us. But if they have a design tweak, which is better, and um, we'll see with Alpha Romeo, and they've still got a good engine like they did last year, you might see there you
2: go alright guys we gotta go to hey real quick one last note on the GP uh, Joe Roberts finished 20 all the way down 22nd
3: yeah that, which is really where he qualified I'm quite yeah. pleased with that it's a
2: new team for him he's on a KTM um, watch this space yeah alright we're gonna go to break when we come back we're gonna talk IndyCar and we have the winner of today's race Joseph Newgarden on the Woo-hoo. show you listen to Speed City we're live in Austin back after these messages
5: Hey, beer people, it's Christine Salas. And I'm Daytona. Salas Brewery is back in Austin and brewing again. Oh, Salas, does it ring a bell for some of you? Well, for the last 17 years, we've been crafting the perfect comeback. We've returned to our roots with Salas White, a famous local favorite. Plus, we're creating some fresh new brews. And whether it's the first time you've tasted our family's legendary beer, or the millionth, we're thrilled to be back. Swing by your local store, watering hole, or our brewery, and let's catch up over beers. Salas, Austin's original craft brewery.
6: Steve Arpin Drive the Jacob Company Sport Fiesta for Lone Bro Chip Ganassi Racing. You're listening to Speed City.
1: Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City.
2: I am urgently awaiting...
3: Oh, very good, hmm. foreigner reference, 1984. <laughs> well done,
2: that man. <laughs> just showing my age. Show it all. Urgently wanting to play this next clip because we caught up with the winner of today's race, IndyCar. He was pretty Saint urgent P. today. He was pretty urgent. He, was, he led what? 58 of the last 60 laps, something like that. And he had a very, very, very awesome, steady race today. Joseph Newgarden did. And so let's go ahead and play this clip. We we caught up with him about an hour ago. And this is Joseph Newgarden right after the win.
3: Okay, Speed City fans, delighted to welcome back onto Speed City Joseph Newgarten, who has just won the first race of 2019 in style at St. Petersburg. First and foremost, uh, Joseph, what a great way to start 2019.
6: Well, we always talk about momentum in racing and racing and starting off on the right foot, and you couldn't do much better than that, uh, than, than winning the first race. So I was so pleased. You know, everyone everyone did a really good job this weekend. We, we had to work Uh, from Friday, I thought when we, when we showed up on Friday, we were okay, but we just weren't in the right window necessarily. And we, we came Saturday morning with a, with a bit of a tweak to both our chassis and the engine. And it just came alive. I mean, we had great speed from that point on. Uh, qualifying was good. Just kind of, you know, missed on the two card qualifying. I think we could have had the pole and then executed on race day. So, um, we're stoked, man. We needed to be a little bit better last year in street courses and. We felt like we made a good gain in the off-season and, and learned some things that we needed to be better on, and we just tried to come out of the gate strong.
3: You know, uh, you guys set yourselves up from the beginning of the day when I saw your interview pre-race where you said, well, you know, the captain's got, you know, wins in, in Australia and NASCAR. I was like, oh, man, this, this, you're really putting more pressure than we're going to put on you. Um, but you came through, so I, I would have thought when, when you uh, greeted Mr. Penske, he was quite happy,
6: wasn't he? Well, he was very happy. I mean, you know, it was there either way if we didn't say it. But uh, we've been watching, you know, the NASCAR boys have been doing great. They, I think they were – I don't know what's going to happen in Phoenix. I think they're still racing now. But, um, you know, they're two for three to start the year. And then supercar side, they're just still winning form after winning the championship last year. So, yeah, it was, it was a lot of pressure there to say, hey, we gotta we got to keep stepping up on the IndyCar side and, and doing our thing. Um, but we got the best of the best. You feel that you feel that uh, confidence from, from the team and the people that we have. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's there's pressure there without a doubt, but it's um, it's kind of a privilege to have you know the people and the pressure that we have on us.
2: Well, I got to ask you about the strategy for the race. I mean, you guys, uh, you know, you look strong, the car looked fast, but there's obviously the strategy is always important. What about the strategy in this race?
6: Well, for me, it was really a day of patience. Uh, it was about you know not not getting ahead of ourselves, and even, I didn't have the best start, I got a lot of wheel spin uh, next to Will, and then, you know, I got passed by Rosenquist, and, and I was just, just tried to fend off Scott, essentially, at that point, um, but, so once we filed into third, it was really about, you know, I thought we had the pace for those guys, but I didn't want to force anything, and I wanted to wait for our opportunity, we actually started on our used set of reds, um, where most people started on new sets. And the the, and the new set's really essentially your best set of tires that you've got. And then uh, we saved that. We tried, we opted to save those for later in the race, which essentially locks us in for having to use them. Now, it seemed like most people were scared to use red tires today. The they thought they were going to go off or not last, or they didn't have a good balance on them. But for us, they worked great. So um, we utilized our brand-new reds in the middle of the race and, and uh, executed the time on it perfectly, got the lap times when we needed and that's really what enabled us to rip that really big gap on Scott. And uh, we, we just, you know, kind of opened it up to six to eight seconds. And then it was a matter of maintaining it through traffic. And, and traffic really played a key role towards the end of the race and just trying to work through that.
3: Yeah, there's no question. I mean, even the commentators really quick quickly picked up on it. But those, and they said Tim, Tim Sindridge was like making the decision to bring you in at that time tactically to do that. And obviously we didn't know what you were going to come back out on. And at the time it was a surprise, but of course that was the real reason is that you were on new reds and, and you were able, therefore, I presume, to go a little bit faster and, 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 and get the gap.
6: Yep. Yeah, it, was, it was all about taking advantage of that. We actually were probably going to save those. I think our initial thought was to save those for the last stint. but we also knew that if there was a window like that that opened up, which Tim saw, that we were going to put them on and take advantage of those those tires, and, and that's what we did. We we basically just executed when the window opened, and um, it was good timing. You know that's why you got to have a good strategist like Tim, and uh, yeah, right time, right place, and then good execution all around pit stops, driving the car, and and that's really what made the difference today. I think that gave us that little differentiator to um, the rest of the field.
2: Well, today's race was a fantastic race. You may not have seen it all, being at the front for the last half of the race. <laughs> But it was a great race. The rookies looked good. Did you have much interaction with the rookies?
6: Yeah, a little bit. You know, I raced with Felix there uh, out of the pits on our first pit stop, and I, I basically cut off his nose coming out of the pits. And I knew it was going to be tight. Um, and I think we had, well, I don't know, a car length or half a car length separating us, you know, coming out of the pit exit blend. Um, but it was uh, it was great to race with him. He's going to be strong all year. You know, he got a little bit of help starting where he did in uh, his qualifying spot, but. He's without a doubt one of the, one of the premier drivers we have, I think, in the world on the open wheel side. So it's great to have him in IndyCar. You know, we want to have the best of the best here. And, uh, even though he's a rookie, he's, you know, he's driven pretty much everything under the sun. So, uh, he's going to be great. He's going to push Scott and, uh, he's going to be a strong competitor all season.
3: You know, Joseph, I've heard you say this in interviews. When you won your championship, consistency and obviously impetus, and you've got that now, but I'm thinking ahead to when you come and join us here in Austin. um, You guys, or Penske at least, have been talking about the fact that you had to up your game on the street circuits, and you've done that. How are you on the road courses, and how are you at Coda after the test? I mean, how do you feel now going into race two, uh, round two? Because if you can get another one or another good result, the impetus is still with you.
6: You know, I actually felt more confident for the street courses after the off season. Uh, I think we'll be okay at Coda. Um, We got some work to do still, though. After testing there for a couple days, you know, and I think we made a bigger jump on our street course package. So, yeah, the window's open. We've uh, we've got to get it right for sure because we've got many road courses to do this year. So um, we've got to have strong packages both on the street and road road course side. But either way, it's going to be great to add Coda to the schedule. You know, for us, that's a different mix. Um, you know, very different racetracks just from the way it's laid out. It's obviously, obviously current F1 grade at the moment, which, um, you know, there's a ton of runoff, uh, you know, it's very wide, very long. Um, so it's just different. You know, that's, that's not a good or a bad thing necessarily. It's just nice to have something different in the mix and it's a beautiful facility. So we're hoping it's going to race well. Like you said, we got to find the speed there though to make sure we have a good result and keep carrying. Our momentum, and, and that's where, really where we're going to shift our focus now on this next week.
2: Yeah, we got to talk about coming to Austin, man. We are being here; we're so excited for you guys to be here. Uh, we've been waiting for this since the day Dakota opened, and I know you've gotten a test here. And you talk about the facility, but I mean, it, how's the feeling around Indy about coming to Austin?
6: Oh, it's it's really good. Believe me, you know Austin's, as you guys know. I mean, it's one of the coolest cities to go visit in the U.S. So. Uh, it's not going to be difficult, I think, to get people to come out and, en- and enjoy a race weekend. Right? You've got the infrastructure there for people to have a great weekend. And uh, I know everyone's a fan of it. I mean, we love coming down there and eating barbecue and just kind of having a good time on a race weekend. So it- it's-, it's not a hard sell for the race teams, and I, I think it's not a hard sell for fans. Um, and then, like you talked about, the track itself, it's a really great racetrack, great facility. It's something we wanted to go to since they built it, too. So it- it's fun that it's <laughs> finally come where we've got an opportunity to to actually have an IndyCar race
3: there. You know, Joseph, this time of year, I always love to find out from the drivers particularly, especially now you've raced in anger. Uh, You've had the test, but now you've done a race. Uh, Where do you see Penske, Andretti, uh, Ganassi, Honda, uh, Chevy, in terms of hitting the ground running? You guys have got to win today, but... Now you've seen the competition in Angle. Is it going to be as level as we hope it will be? And we go all the way down to Laguna again, or at least uh, to the end of the year. Or is it going to be, do you feel like you guys have got, maybe got an advantage this year?
6: I think, I think it's very tight. It's very, I think it's actually tighter than where we started last year. Um, so it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be tough. I, I, I think we'll probably ebb and flow a little bit this year. Just like last season, to some degree, where you know Honda has some advantage in places, and, and hopefully we'll have some advantage in others. Um, so yeah, I mean, all I could say is it's going to be a dogfight. I mean, it's it's going to be tough to be on top of on top of these guys all year long. I don't I don't think we have any significant advantage over anybody. You know, so we've got to make sure we get our details right. You know, we're working to find an advantage. I, I think we're getting closer to getting there, but we're not you know, clear of anybody by any means. So you're going to see your usual suspects. You're going to have what you kind of got this weekend. You, know, you saw you had two Andretti, two, and, two Ganassi, and then obviously two Penske cards in qualifying for the top six. So you're, you're going to get that, but without a doubt, you'll have other teams, you know, showing their strength on, on different weekends. I think Schmidt's going to be very strong. ECR, Dale Coyne at different points. And it's just, it's going to change. You're not going to have norms. You know, when we go to these different tracks, uh, you'll see people struggle at places, but then be very strong at others. So it's, it's, to me, it's status quo, typical IndyCar racing.
2: Well, Joseph Newgarden, congratulations. Fantastic race today. Great yeah. start to the season. New, ti- new title sponsor, new season, new win. You got it all. And we appreciate you coming on Speed City, man.
6: Absolutely, man. We're pumped to come see you guys in a couple weeks. So thanks for having me. All right. All right we'll be ready. Thanks, Joseph. Yeah.
3: Those dings you heard, those actually were how much he promoted the Austin IndyCar race, and so each ding. Is
2: there like a dollar bill yeah, the that ding! pops up. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was actually Pat with IndyCar telling us you're out of time. Yeah, yeah. shut up. <laughs> but you it do. was Joseph that was talking. It is a bit of a worry when you get you and me on an interview after a win, and we're all skiddy. Yeah, pretty hard to turn, to turn that off. Yeah. Oh, man, it it was a fantastic race today. It was a great start to Indy. There's so much momentum with IndyCar right now. (sighs) It's huge. I mean, the amount of teams, drivers, cars, everything. Everybody fighting to get in or, you know, how many races you're going to be able to do. It's really crazy how much momentum they have. And one of my predictions that
3: I've been sharing with the Kiwis, because I've been down there for, for, you know, for two months now, they're all talking Dixon, 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 can he go for six? And I'm saying watch out for Rosenquist. Uh, oh, they were like, why, why, why? I whoa, whoa, whoa. like because he's good, really good. He yeah. had qualified Dixon. Dixon had a bit of a mare in qualifying, and in fact, the result to get second was a real result for Dixon. But Ganassi looked very strong. Obviously, Power and New Garden looked great. Uh, Andretti um, were unlucky in many ways. Uh, yeah. You know, Rossi admitting that eh, not, not, not the best of performances. Ryan hunter Ray looked good, um, but Honda again another blow yeah. to them.
4: Yep. Yeah, looking back through the field though, I was uh, I was watching for a few of few of them. Rosenquist definitely showed great; you couldn't miss him. It was awesome. Uh, Santino Ferrucci bounced back and yeah, forth, up and down the ladder, and uh, wound up in ninth. So uh, happy to see that happen. Uh, ben Hanley, uh, Hanley came up in eighteenth. Marcus Erickson, who joined us a little while back, came out on twentieth spot. And, and you so, skipped uh, one.
2: You skipped oops. Colton Herta, who was on the show Colton about Herda, three weeks right. ago. And, man, he looked good all weekend in qualifying.
3: Yeah. Really impressive.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was very funny. Um,
3: I was watching it with somebody, and they said, God, he looks at least like a racing driver. I said, yeah, he's a total nerd, isn't he? And I was he like... He does. He, he looks does like, like a, a computer geek. He, <laughs> doesn't he? He looks as though he's come from the e-pre, um, yeah. you know, from the sim, sim racing. <laughs> yeah. But he's he is the real deal. And he literally was born in the paddock. I mean, he's been yeah, racing his since family. he was three. Brian Herder, you name it. You
4: well, know. I know we got to go to a break. Well, one of the things... Colton and I got distracted at the press day, and he took off his Daytona watch and handed it to me.
2: Oh man,
4: the yeah. one he just won! So uh, it's my first time put one on and uh, really get a close up watch. Make look at these uh, that's watch why you've been
3: in hiding for the last two weeks He <laughs> <laughs> stole Colton Hurts Rolex ah, he's me. not yeah.
4: fast of a runner if the authorities are listening
2: he, he is a we nerd. had that watch <laughs> alright guys well, let's, go to, let's go to break we're going to talk some more about IndyCar because I want to touch a little bit more on sure. some of the points in the race but well, we're going to talk uh, some Formula 1 and we're also going to talk about the the, uh, the E-Pri was E-Pri on. yes E-Pri the Formula from e. Hong Kong Le yes. home, Ma. all right listen to Speed City we're live in Austin back after a quick break
5: Hey, beer people, it's Christine Salas. And I'm Daytona. Salas Brewery is back in Austin and brewing again. Oh, Salas doesn't ring a bell for some of you? Well, for the last 17 years, we've been crafting the perfect comeback. We returned to our roots with Salas White, a famous local favorite. Plus, we're creating some fresh new brews. And whether it's the first time you've tasted our family's legendary beer, or the millionth, we're thrilled to be back. Swing by your local store, watering hole, or our brewery, and let's catch up over beers. Salas, Austin's original craft brewery.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state
1: law. Talk 1370.
5: Hey, I'm Tanner Faust, one of the hosts of Top Gear, and thanks for listening to Speed City.
1: Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio,
3: Speed City. I like that song. Yeah. Do you like that amazing group? Well, you can see them next two weeks time. They're coming right here. That's Muse? That's Muse, baby. I'm so out of touch, but I like it. Oh, man, they're... uh, They... I've been to see them in concert... There's three of them And they make the sound Of Led Zeppelin And the backup band I mean they really do An amazing show Uh, If you have not seen Muse Go And if you don't care about indie Go anyway (laughs) If you like both Go anyway If you live in Elroy You have no choice Come and see us five one two six four three five four eight three. Join
2: me. Yes, if you want to go, call that number five one two six four three live 512-643-5483 Well, we we might have to ask a question. Yeah, you? well, call in and, t- and give us your take on the IndyCar race today, and we'll give you some tickets to go to the race here in Austin in two weeks. Well, we might. We might, depending on your you attitude. To answer my question, <laughs> we'll make it easy. We always do. Let's don't let's don't let's don't pretend. All right, hey, I wanted to talk some more about the race today, the IndyCar race today. Um, Let me just run down the the list here. Joseph Newgarn won the race, of course. Scott Dixon, Willpower, Felix Rosenquist, rookie, then Alexander Rossi, James Hinchcliffe, Simon Pagano, Colton Herter, rookie, Santino Ferrucci, rookie at number nine, Jack Harvey, 10, Spencer Piggott, Graham Rahal at 12, and Marco Andretti, Zach Veach, Tony Canaan, Max Chilton, Charlie Kimball, Ben Hanley, uh, Takuma Sato, Marcus Erickson, Ed Jones, Matthias Leist, Leist? I forgot how to say it. Either one. Yep, and Ryan Hunter-Raid. All those guys didn't finish at the end there. But uh, yeah, I want to touch on the rookies again because... Three rookies in the top ten. I know, I mean, really that, impressive. That's really good, Rosenquist doesn't surprise me.
3: Um, the one that really I like, it's not, he's not a rookie, but it's Jack Harvey. Yeah. Because Jack Harvey, uh, the serious sponsored man, great. He's back in the car. He's not doing a full season again. He did the Indy 500 last year. Um, but the beauty of it, what, what I find amazing about guys like him is every time they're in the car, this is their whole career is on the line.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know,
3: it's because like, okay, you're in and now we'll see it Indy. I mean, and let's say you have a breakdown or something happens. Well, he didn't. He was right up there through all the sessions and got a good result. So that's just tick number one.
2: Yeah. Well, the other ones, I mean, what I want to talk about the rookies is Colton Herder Because when yeah, he yeah. was here, he led, what, every session, I think, less yeah. We were out there and yeah. I think he led every single session.
4: It was big. Maybe it was Rossi. Big. He punched Rossi came up at the end. But it was a big jump out there. And that's, uh, you know, it's another one of those things where I question how serious do we take these testing times?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, he was he, fast today. Look where he is today. He's yeah. still up there. But I'll say, okay, so is he one of the favorites for Austin in two weeks? I mean, he's a rookie. Well, if you look Man. at test times, yes, I mean, yeah, you say so. I know, but um, I mean, after doing uh, so good in qualifying to, for this weekend and finishing ninth. The the, the argument
3: Eighth. I would give is when you have a level playing field like Austin, then none of them have got any data, yeah. then suddenly just because you're in the Chip Ganassi team or just because you're with Andrew doesn't actually give you that advantage. It becomes pure and simple driver and engineer at that point because the cars are very similar. Uh, obviously, Honda and Chevy power, but really, you know, it's negated. In different parts of the circuit, so I actually think it's it's neutral ground. So yeah, he's got as good a chance as anybody next week.
2: Yeah, let's start talking about our, who we're going to pick. If uh, I'll start because it's easy to, for me to pick, I'm going to pick Alexander Rossi to win because of what you just said, and he showed to be fast at the test, and he's fast all the time. But what about you guys,
4: Dixon? Oof, uh, I, yeah. See, that was that was going to be my next one was Dixon. So you
2: can't choose no, uh, Dixon. Willpower, willpower. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you.
3: I tell you what, Rosenquist
2: will be very good. Yeah, he was yep. great. Today. I, I Rosenquist for a podium. Hinchcliffe, uh, Hinchcliffe got ahead. Oh, go ahead, Lass.
4: Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, some of the things that they were, that I've been reading is, is Coda going to be able to use the relative performance on a street course as any kind of comparison here? And, you know, mm. it, it is very different. Oh, huge. Yeah, it's very different. It's a different and so car. I tend to say no. And so that kind of goes against, you know, my guess for who else besides Rossi. But uh, I don't know. I, I, what do you think? I uh, I don't
2: know. It's I just can't wait to see this in anger, as you like to say, Jonathan. Because yeah, we saw the testing. We, we you know with all the things that go on to testing, I just can't wait to see them actually going at it on Coda.
4: I oh, mean, I, the complete field on track. I am so yeah, ready for that. Testing's one thing. In anger is a whole different.
2: Hey, so what about Hinchcliffe and finishing? He needed a, a, a good finish, and I'd say, you know, fifths, that's a good finish. Hinch down, yeah, doing yep. good. Um,
3: he needs a good season, and it started off well. Um, big year for them, big backing, and uh, I really hope I wish them well.
2: What about some of the other guys down, Graham Graham, Hall Max Chilton? Uh, Disappointing, really, yeah. Kimball and Chilton,
3: because Kimball looked good early on. Uh, Chilton, I thought, you know, I always... I always think that Chilton, being an ex-F1 driver, is a good street circuit guy. I thought Ericsson would be better than he was.
4: He had a, um, he had a failure, right? What was it? Yeah, to, something
3: went wrong with his, yeah, his yeah. car. Um
4: Kanaan I was surprised, was so far back.
3: Yeah, you know what? There was an interesting comment made by Kanan, or at least the commentators alluded to it, which is you know, that he's been trying to race as hard as he usually does, but... Frankly, I think that A.J. Foyt team is underfunded, and it was when Sato was there, and it was when others... Are, and I say underfunded compared to the other teams. And so Canaan literally said, we're just going to do the best with what we've got. And I thought that was a telling comment.
2: Mm, that's
3: interesting. True. Well, what, how I don't mean Tony they can't Canan... win, it just means that, you know... Yeah.
4: Well, it's kind of like uh, uh, Fernando and McLaren. Yeah. Yes, this yeah. is what it is, we're going to run it that, for the, yeah, all it's Very got. similar. And Tony Kanan,
2: what, 44 years old? Yeah. I mean, you know, at some point, there's going to be some degradation to
3: skills. You also gave me a good chance for a segue there. My, bit, I've been itching to tell you this story, because if our fans don't know or our listeners don't know, guess who's just tied up with Fernando Alonso and McLaren looking ahead to the 500?
2: Uh, driver-wise? Nope. Or, well, or I'll, I'll tell you that in a minute. I'll tell you that in a minute. Technical relationship. Uh, I heard this, but I can't remember.
3: Carlin Motorsport oh, that's right. from Great that's right. Britain, yep. which is really interesting because they literally live, I mean, in terms of their factories, there's an IndyCar car now being prepared at Woking, which is where McLaren are based, and Farnham, a little further south uh, west of London, is where Trevor Carlin and his team are, and they now have a technical partnership. And guess what else has been born out of that? Remember, we had the name, and the big name was Pat O'Ward. He disappeared. Oh, that's yeah. right. He was going right. to be with. He's uh, yeah, that's he's right. back. And guess who he's back with? Yep. Colin. I know, I saw that. That's and that awesome. means that effectively for the Indy 500, you're going to have <laughs> Max Chilton, Charlie Kimball, Pat O'Ward, and some bloke called Fernando.
2: Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. That's wow. awesome.
3: <laughs> yeah, because Pat O'Ward was going
2: to be with the Hottinger team. Yeah. Yeah, he was going to be with this. Something went wrong there, and we didn't go into it. Yeah, with with, with Mister George. Yeah, I never heard. Well, I, you know, I didn't hear enough to ask the question, but there was something
3: went on. But yeah, yeah, he wasn't happy with the deal, and I, you know, and the bottom line is, I think Trevor's done a really good job job there uh, of of getting that kid because he was the Indy Lights champion, and he will be making his debut at Austin in two weeks.
2: That's right. Well, let's think about Austin. No, so, he won't be making his debut because he's already raced. At well, yeah, summer
3: last year, but his debut for this
2: season. All right, so let's talk about Austin, IndyCar at Austin next week. So we got Muse, so it's the 22nd through the 24th. If you want to get your tickets, thecircuit.com, or if you want to call right now, you can get tickets, 512-643-5483. But um, tickets in Austin, I think that the general admission are right about 100 bucks, give or take, and so That's what's a, that? It's a steal. What's that, about half of Formula One? Yeah. So there you go. You got Muse. Uh, there's some other there's some other stuff going on at that weekend. What is planning his banjo, usually does, at
3: that's the entrance. Right. Are you still going to be doing
4: that? A uh, limited audience, but sure. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Cover charges, well, Steve. The, oh, the that's MX, the that's
3: why they sell the Defenders, the Ear Defenders, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was for the noise, but it's e- not. Ear
2: Defenders? Like, is that what yeah, they're called? Yeah, that's what they're called, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, That's uh, the polite so, word for earphones, yeah. So we've got indie Lights, of course, but, but also MX-5 Cup and Stadium Super Trucks. So there's a ton of motorsports, that- And by the way, if you haven't seen Stadium yeah. Super Trucks, yeah.
3: it's awesome. They literally run out, put a whole bunch of jumps in the middle of a Formula One or whatever circuit it is, and then go, have at it, boys. It's like as Texas, as Texas could
4: be. Yeah. Almost as if you were born in Bastrop, Texas. <laughs> Boy, all right, Roy, little, all right, all right. little personal. Yeah, you, can't bring what table you, here. you can't race what you brung.
3: Um, it's not like, you know, the town hold on. So you can't
2: yeah. just jump out and go for it. That but is you, pretty- Robbie Buell and the boys. Yeah! <laughs>
4: That is Don't blow much all four shocks the first week either.
2: <laughs> that's pretty much how I learned to drive. If you watch Stadium Super Trucks, that's how I learned to drive down in Bastrop, Texas. And
4: that's why I made that
2: comment. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, what about the? So there's Muse. Any other concert? i was just I can't remember if there's any other uh, any other music. Nobody else matters. I well, mean, they're, they're going to have the, have the stage right. They call it the Lone Star Stage, so they're going to have a bunch of local music out there sure. as well. So, yeah, this two weeks coming up here Man, in Austin.
3: Man, it's, it's an exciting time to be in Austin, oh. too. You've got South by Southwest. We've got right now. By the way, we're up on the air against uh, two political uh, things down the road. Jake Tapper and all the rest of it. They're doing uh, town right hall meetings with, with Democratic presidential hopes. We're here doing our show. You've got South by just starting. Um, you know, the music's going to be coming next week. Patty Griffin, you name it. They're all coming. And then Dogs and cats. Dogs oh. and cats. Living together. Living together. you got golf. you got... Uh, Indy Car and then Moto GP. I'm not excited.
2: And the traffic. Is, off. <laughs> and the traffic is so great. It's so smooth. Well, that's yeah. If you try to go down, if, I, I was downtown and I tried to go towards where South by is going on South by, and you couldn't even get that direction. They're blo- blocking off roads, cars parked, and an insane amount of scooters. It's really hey, and, and
4: another thing, you're going to get to Austin, and there's something here that wasn't here last year. And it's these little scooters. I just want you to be careful because oh, John Massingale almost put one on his hood of <laughs> no fault of his. Oh, no! no! Oh! Mayhem! There you go. It, w- it would have been mayhem. It would have been there. Actually, that would
3: lime. Slide, what are they called here? L- lime scooters. Lime got scooters. Uber
2: scooters
4: you got- know,
3: you know. Thinking. Of, yeah. I was in New Zealand, and one guy had it throttle stick up, stick open, and threw him over the bars, and massive injury. Oh, mayhem! Injury, and so that was good. That was a live one, and um, yeah, they started to ban him. and I'm hoping they'll ban him here.
4: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Not not before we have the Speed City Grand Prix. See, I'm already <laughs> arranging. <laughs> all right. We're all, you know. Mitch uh, wants sp- to
3: commentate on that?
4: Well, yeah. In the uh, in the sport bike group, one of the sport bike groups I'm in, everybody's talking about going and renting them downtown and converging on one parking lot with all of our riding gear. I just knock out a Grand Prix one day. I, I could see that. <laughs> in the parking lot.
2: I don't want to be associated with the scooters in any way. I can't say
4: it speeds it no, you, nah. gonna, it's Speed City anymore. No, it's going to have okay. to be the Les Kaiser. The
2: Mayor's Mayhem. Race. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What
4: the hell have we gotten into here?
2: Yeah, what have we got <laughs> yeah. into here? Mayor's Mayhem Let's Grand Prix. Let's get back Prix. to Indy, shall we? Yeah, I want a couple of notes I had in my, in my notes here. Was like, uh, comp, Simon Pagin was talking about Colton Herta. And he said he raced against him quite a bit, and he said he showed a lot of maturity. He said it in some spots where he could have easily made a mistake and didn't. Uh, also, about Colton Herta, hold my notes. Uh, he's headed to Sebring. You know, he had the yeah, yeah, that's right. So he's had like Sebring six next. drivers are, are going to yep. be doing that.
3: Uh, Dixon's one of them. Uh, ben Hanley is already a sports car driver. He's coming over to Indy uh, as a rookie, but uh, he's he's naturally a sports car driver.
2: You know, Herta only eighteen.
3: He'll be I know, but he'll be nuts. nineteen by the time he comes here. Um, another good story for you. Still can't um, go to Sixth Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Another good story for you in the Indie Lights. Much bigger field. Um, Cla- uh, uh, Clayman Demello. Do you know? Remember that name yes. from last year? Well, he's dropped down. Stephanie Johansson is his manager. Who also is the manager of Rosenquist and is also the manager of Scott Dixon. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Teammates. Yeah. But anyway, um, they brought him down. He did some indie last year, and they brought him back down to indie lights because he lost some sponsorship, lost, lost some momentum. He's still young, won the first race, but my story... so watch out for him, Claymond DeMello. Um but also, Zachary Klayman, the that's, the that's. The, but it's Sa- Zachary Klayman. That's what he's going by now because it's too long. <laughs> but the one I want to do, watch out. Toby Sowery, S-O-W-E-R-Y. I'm going to try and get him on the show. Okay. Young British guy who raced in Indy Lights for the first time this weekend and was on the podium.
2: And wow. awesome. So where so, did he come from? But that's always the $64,000 question. He did race F3 in, in the UK. Yeah, you, so, yeah. b-
3: but he's still young and... Say you've never raced an Indy Lights car, and then uh, go straight still, to the
2: yeah. streets of Saint Pete. <laughs> That's true. All right, guys, let's go ahead and take a break, and we come back. We're going to continue the discussion. We're gonna talk about Formula One some some more. And we're also going to talk about some igni- exciting, igniting, exciting news that Burgent. we have. Yeah, <laughs> that we have about Formula One. Are right, you listening to Speed City? Back after these messages.
5: Hey, beer people, it's Christine Salas. And I'm Daytona. Salas Brewery is back in Austin and brewing again. Oh, Salas, does it ring a bell for some of you? Well, for the last 17 years, we've been crafting the perfect comeback. We've returned to our roots with Salas White, a famous local favorite. Plus, we're creating some fresh new brews. And whether it's the first time you've tasted our family's legendary beer, or the millionth, we're thrilled to be back. Swing by your local store, watering hole, or our brewery, and let's catch up over beers. Salas, Austin's
4: original craft brewery. In a given month, over 70% of
0: LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn,
4: you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Talk
1: 1370.
4: Hi, I'm Wayne Rainey and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City.
2: Welcome back to the show. All right, we got a caller on the line. I Ooh. want to see. Wait, Mr. Richard is online. Richard, welcome to Speed City.
1: Thank you, guys. How are you today? Uh, did you watch the race today? Yes, I did. I watch all every race I can watch, all kind of motorsports.
2: <laughs> awesome.
1: Where uh, are you I've calling been from? to uh, NASCAR Cup Race. I've been to NHRA. Uh, I've been to the Formula One race here, but I've never seen IndyCar, so I was hoping I could. You guys might give me some help to go tickets to go out there.
2: All right. Well, we're gonna. Jonathan's got a question for you. See if you see if you can get the answer to this question. All right. Can you name the first real driver? Professional
4: driver. Professional
3: driver. Getting on a bit these days, but uh, that, that actually took took to the circuit uh, first. Circuit of the Americas. Yeah. We need the Jeopardy okay. music. He's got a legacy. He's got a legacy family. His uh, grandson's still racing in Indy.
1: That would be Mister Andretti. Woo yes, You're there,
2: going to Indy World. You're going to you go. you you Coda, buddy. buddy? <laughs> hey, that's great, that's Richard. Right. That man. was uh, one lap. So what you've been to all? What all have you been to at Coda? I know you said you've been to NASCAR. Formula or, one or something
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been to two of the races at Coda at Formula One. Do you like him? Do do you enjoy it? Where did you sit? I sat in the main grandstand. Okay. um, And, yes, they're unbelievable um, machines. Um, They're just amazing to watch. And in person, you don't get it on television. You don't get the real picture on television.
3: Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more, and it's funny because when I'm around people who don't understand motorsport, and I've been around it for a fair few years like yourself, um, you're right. TV does not do it justice, and it's not TV's fault. Uh, that hill, for example, and if you sat in the main grandstand, you know, you look up that 133 feet, you know how hard that breaking point is at the top of the hill, and yet really, unless you're on board, uh, that, it just doesn't do it justice. No, No TV shot would.
1: Yeah, but you just can't. Like you said, it's not TV's fault. It's just the way it is.
2: Well, hey Richard, how many folks do you got to? You want to go? Because I'm going to give you four tickets to the IndyCar race.
1: Yeah, I have my me, my two sons, and my wife would want to go. That is Boom! perfect. There you go. All, All right, right, that's well, a
2: family adding. Well, thanks it for. Is. Well, thanks for calling in, Richard. We really well, appreciate it. Y- um, yeah, well, hang g-
1: on the line. Yeah. yeah, hang on
3: the line. We'll get your email, and uh, we'll get your details. And uh, maybe when we're on the PA, we'll give you a shout-out. See where you are.
1: There you go. Thanks, guys. See you, Coda. Take
3: All right, care, see you there. Richard. Awesome. Yeah. There's that's it. a good one to tell little Charlie when he wakes up tomorrow morning.
2: Yeah. Hey, buddy,
3: guess where you're going in two weeks.
2: Yeah, you and your
3: brother. That was a good call on the number because he just happened to have two sons. If he'd had four daughters, you'd that's, that's <laughs> he,
2: have been an a mess. It was like, All right, I got. Well, yeah, got we're going to get children. children. <laughs> One I of us wouldn't to, be gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I want to talk about an announcement we've got. About we are. Are you leaving again? No, oh, no, no. You are. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes,
2: Surprise this is news! I didn't know. Uh, it's like when you get to the office and your key doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <sighs> Tough. Or there's just a box on your desk.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so I want you know. Last year we did. We at the very last second we signed a deal and we did a pre and post to, a show on before every Formula One race and we're doing it again this year and I, and we're doing it on another network as they say but I just talked to the producer he can we can say it one time we're going to be on Sir- <gasps> we're going to be on, Sirius- on Jack Harvey Sponsors <laughs> network <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're going to be on Sirius XM uh, this this season for every single Formula 1 race with an hour in the pre-show and an hour in the post-show and we're going to be right here in these same 1370 studios doing it and so and you can always check all the details on our website speedcitybroadcast.com and what'd you say,
4: Les? No, I said I'll I'll be on site at Monaco this year. Oh, that's right, joining us. I'll yeah. be in, I'll Monaco. be at the real
3: race. I'll be at the Indy 500, baby. There you go. All um, right. <laughs> I'm gonna be with Fernando, man. <laughs> Come on, uh, yeah.
4: John's going to be back in studio with yeah, six you're, tacos to
3: <laughs> eat. You're, you're on your own, buddy. We're oh, going to be yeah. having fun. It's not the first time
2: y'all leave me in the studio alone. And just going back to that Formula <laughs> on that One, day. I'm
3: going to blow our own trumpet here. We are the only American voice, and I say that as being the non-American, but hey, I am an American now. Hey, man, you've been
2: in Texas long enough. Uh, I, know, I, I, got my, I got my spurs. Five years in Texas is like you know a lifetime. There you five, go. five years in Texas is a lifetime for the entire United well, States. Well, and, I mean, and, and I,
3: especially I, I grew up with Jonathan, Jonathan Green. Yeah. Well, I got two pairs of boots as well. Does that <laughs> yeah. count? Yeah, you got anyway, more than me. Bottom line is, if you want to get discussion going about. Both the Americans in Formula 1, and let's face it, we've got a Canadian team now, we've got an American team, we've got uh, up-and-coming American drivers, Carlin's got two, one in uh, GP2 I'm going to tell you all about. Um, We're going to keep you up to date with what's going on on all American Mm -hmm. racing. But we we are literally uniquely the only voice in America properly doing this, as uh, you know, uh, with the BBC and with Sirius. And I, I'm really excited for this year. And we're gonna I know there's, there's a lot of you who've been with us, you know, for a while now. We're gonna go bigger and better in 2019. No yep. question. And hey. one thing
2: we've added recently, in case you're if you're just listening to it on the radio, we're we're also on YouTube. So we, uh, and you can see our young, newbile faces. (laughs) I didn't wear that
4: one today.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, can you get me a new one? (laughs) Mine's Uh, off. But
4: uh, but one of the other things we do, if if you're new to the Speed City audience, we usually have things that we advise you to go do during race week, things leading up the kickoff parties. You know uh ducati austin throws this big kickoff party for motor gp oh, that's good yeah uh, no.
2: oh, well, you see the whole huge. ducati team there that's you can't awesome. get you can't even get in the building now that's, that's good fun it, it, yeah, it's, uh, that
4: so uh, stay tuned throughout the racing season for all the different race bodies and we'll uh, we'll give you a tip where you need to go
2: cool yep uh all right let's see what else we got how much time we got we got about five minutes left so i, I, I want to talk a little bit more about let's do the formula e because yep. I don't know how much y'all got to see of it. I got to see all of it except <laughs> for the last. Uh, <laughs> our producer no! is on fire today. <laughs> he is. T- he's killing it. Uh, the Formula E race. I got to see all of the race except for the DC last two Jones, laps. And rolling. Thanks to my DVR and Fox Sports or whatever. I didn't get to see the last two laps. It was a great, like, great race. Stoffel Van Doren was on pole and looked pretty good throughout the race. I think he finished like... Fifth or six or something like that, but so who won the race? I didn't get to see the last of the race. Eduardo
3: Mortara, my good friend from Macau, uh, Mister Macau, as we call him. Um, and he was given it, was gifted it by um, the bird that flew. Uh, unfortunately, Sam Bird was the winner, but he was given a five second penalty uh, right at the end. And so that moved everybody up. Uh, he moved him down. And uh, therefore, Mortara wins for Venturi. But
2: guess where his team weight? A certain Felipe Massa was fifth. Good how result. M- how many Formula One drivers are in, you know, ex Formula One, have been, are in there? 22. So no, no, I mean, I mean it's <laughs> close. It feels like It's, it's no, close. Nelson
3: Piquet Jr., Sam Berb was a reserve driver. Uh, Motaro was connected to a team at one point. But yeah, Felipe Massa, the, there's a bunch. <laughs> and, and like you say, Stoffel van Dorn. um, It has become a bit of a graveyard for, for ex-drivers, uh, which is a sad thing in some ways because they all want to be in Formula 1, but it's been great for Formula
2: E and the marketing of, well, which is huge, by and, the way. And the racing... I'm telling you guys, the racing was good. Again, I haven't watched all the races. I think this is my third one, but the racing is good. It I still don't really like good. the sound,
3: but I'm going to have to push, push myself. I'm going to try and get the official commentator, uh, one of the official commentators, Tom Gaymore, to come on the show and, 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 and give us some
2: love on the on the FE well, I, uh, and see if we can get into it. I forget it. when I've, when I When you get into the race, I just kind of forget the sound. I don't, it's just, it's not, it's just not really something I'm worried about when I'm watching the hard racing. And by the way, did you see how many times they were rubbing fenders in that race? It was crazy. There, there was more fender rubbing than an average NASCAR race.
3: It's good and I mean now they sorted the battery out cuz I thought that was pretty Mickey Mouse yeah, that you had yeah, to agree. you know you you'd swap cars that was meh. Nah. Yeah. Um and I still hate the you know the vanity the vanity push. Yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. Like hey love yeah. me and the I'll, I'll go faster than anybody. Popularity contest, yeah. Called, yeah. What
2: do they call it when they go up the fan boost. No no no. no, no, no uh, fan uh, boost. Then. There's the section of the track where they have to drive on that part of the track what's it called where they get, Oh yeah yeah I don't like that get, either. Well, That's yeah. real Mario Brothers. Well but at least yeah but at least it's there is some a skill in it. I hope Mister Agag isn't listening right now. Yeah, <laughs> and they do. They when they do that, they actually get a little more energy for doing that. It's a pretty good bump. bump like uh, I've 10%. got, yeah, I've
3: got one just as I walk into my bathroom. I got exactly <laughs> that. And It's like huh. off I go. Yeah,
2: like you need an extra energy. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know there. There is one other item that I got to bring up. Dawn Netflix, Les. Netflix, oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's
4: right. F one drive to survive, seriously, folks. Fantastic documentary. I've made it through about uh, about four episodes, I believe. Of it, they're about Are half you still an hour long.
3: You see yourself eating hamburgers at Renault. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they cut that out. I know it's wrong.
4: I hope you wind up on the editing. Floor. If you see
3: Les, look out for Reno at Coda. <laughs> but
4: yeah. uh, but no, fantastic behind the scenes. Great. I tell you reviews, what, yeah. what I am absolutely truly amazed at what's it is, called again uh, this is Drive to Survive it's a Formula One doc- a documentary that is just released by Netflix uh, Sean Bratches is one of the producers so you know it's somebody that's been you know yeah. around production and, and broadcast I oh, think it's right. a
3: really good tie up because what F one needs more than ever. It's always had a core following. It's always been a very niche sport, but it needs mainstream. And there's no reason why um, it couldn't be more mainstream. Because once, like, like the film Rush, once people saw that, yeah. they were the amount of people that said, "Wow, that's your right. business. That's what you do. That's what you're around." And I'm like, "Yep." And they're like, "Those guys are special."
4: What you'll see in this documentary and, and here, quite honestly, are be- behind the scenes. Yeah, they actually go into some of the briefing conference rooms the debriefs after the races or qualifying practice things like that they didn't come into our commentary booth did they no not that i've seen so far okay good but i will say that you should hear some of the conversation between christian horner and the renault group yeah wow really oh yeah it's uh by the way there's some pg-13 all through that conversation yeah, Günther Steiner is PG thirteen on there. Just uh, just be aware if well, you're you're insulted or uh, abrasive with f bombs. Be aware. <laughs>
3: well, I I don't mean to be <laughs> I don't mean to be rude to Christian, but that may come back to haunt him because I'm telling you, the day that Renault start beating Red Bull with the Honda. Uh, Red Bull with the Honda and Renault with the Renault. And yeah, I, I just—it's gonna happen, guys. It's God, gonna if happen. If Ricardo,
2: oh my gosh, we, yeah, uh, that, oh that no, would that's be the perfect. Be so voila. Yeah, if Ricardo <laughs> actually uh, it'd be like batter my butt and call me a biscuit, I, you know, and that's ease. That's very very feasible this year to have yeah. Ricardo on the podium with you know Mercedes or Ferrari,
4: and then and then Renault well, with Ricardo. Think of who those four championships were with. Yes,
3: exactly. Yeah, Renault yep in fact I was watching a little doco on Christian Horn walking through the, the building at Milton Keynes it used to be the Jaguar building of course and they took it over and he says "And here are our, you know these are our world championship trophies and I'm like yeah that you won with Renault <laughs> <Nah. laughs>
2: alright guys well we're out of time thanks everybody for listening thanks to Richard for calling in thanks to Joseph Newgarden yeah, congratulations. For, yeah congratulations and uh, congratulations to uh, Joseph Newgarden Check us out on our website, speedcitybroadcast.com, and check us out next weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao, y'all. Happy Trails. You could spend the weekend doing the
0: same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.